Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels the day after. Oh boy, the day after. I'm telling you, what a sudden end to the Packers 2022 campaign. January in Lambeau. Packers getting eliminated from postseason contention. Rinse and repeat. Uh, the Packers coming up short yet again in the late season. Got to have a game. Matt LaFleur's squad dropping 20-16 to 16 to the Detroit Lions, who had nothing to play for, yet displayed the heart, the, the want to, the will, the will to dominate, the will to win that was so seemingly absent from your Green Bay Packers. And now an offseason stretches before us. Chief question facing the franchise, obviously, what? is Aaron Rodgers going to do? I, you know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to hit Rodgers' watch today, all right? But here we are on Rodgers' watch. The A number one thing. The Nothing else happens. No other movements can or will be made other than we're probably signing some practice squad dudes to futures contracts and things of that nature. But no significant major moves for this franchise will happen. Until Aaron Rodgers decides what he wants to do. And here we go again, beholden to a man who, yet again, has come up short. There's no other way to put it. And look, I get it, man. The Rodgers stand is going to come for me. and they, Well, they won't because they don't watch me because they hate me. But, you know, you completely doubled and tripled down on Aaron Rodgers as, a, as an organization. Ball in his hand in the fourth quarter to lead a potential game-winning drive, at least to give you a chance of pulling ahead and having the defense having to make a stop. We can, we're can we used to that narrative, right? We're used to Aaron Rodgers back in the day, driving, scoring points, and then the Packers' defense giving it up. That would be a whole other conversation. But yet again, third year in a row, his last pass is forgettable to say the least and his last drive is forgettable to say the least now yes 100 billion percent it is not all on rogers there is no question about it but you have built your entire team around the man you have handed him the contract you did with the idea that he can elevate your team when necessary when all the chips are down when you need someone to take the reins and put it on his back. The four-time MVP is expected to do a little bit better than what we saw transpire, especially in the second half, definitely in the fourth quarter from Aaron Rodgers. So, yes, there were drops early in the game. No doubt there were protection issues throughout. Yes, the defense gave way too much ground in the second half, but the defense played winning football. That's a game that they can win with that defensive performance. If the offense does anything, forget on the last drive, forget in the fourth quarter, throughout the entirety of the game. What did Matt say a couple weeks ago? You know, you kick enough field goals, kick enough just to beat you. And that's exactly what the Packers did. They kicked just, just enough, just, in, just the right amount of field goals to get themselves beat. And Matt is not without blame in this scenario of course do not get it twisted starting with that incredible decision to go 
for it on fourth and inches, which is fine. I get it. Everyone's freaking out because it's so deep in their own end. I have no issue going for it. But the call to hand it to Lazard, that I will never understand, especially given the front that they were presented with. Just have Aaron Rodgers going forward, the quarterback sneak, which worked later in the game. So things of that nature, obviously the coach, it all starts and ends with him. Matt cannot escape blame for yet another failure in Lambeau Field to wrap up the Packers season. But much much as we sit here now for these weeks and months ahead, waiting for a decision on Aaron Rodgers, it all comes down to Aaron Rodgers, and it most certainly did in last night's game. Hello to everybody in the comments section. I was perusing some of the uh, comments before I went live. Needless to say, feels like people got some things to get off their chest, which I understand. Look, I just did it, right? So let's dive into it, shall we? Starting with Don Vito. Thanks for the super chat, bud. Dan Campbell has built a culture of extreme ownership and toughness. You wouldn't know the Lions were already eliminated. Kudos to them. Yeah, I very much agree. I mentioned it in gut reactions and uh, promptly got called names on Instagram because of it, which was kind of hilarious to me. Uh, but yes, 1,000%. you got to tip your cat. No question about it. It's why I said when the schedule came out, when they said, you know, they're putting the Packers in prime time and everyone freaked out and said, oh, the Lions might not have anything to play for. I'm like, yeah, and that will make them more dangerous. Dan Campbell is that guy, and he proved that yet again last night. Talk about having your team ready. Don Vito again. Is it just me, or does it feel like the 2017 or 2018 time frame all over again? What changes in the organization do you think can occur despite the lost season? Whew. Yeah, I mean, look, if you're talking title town, right? If you're talking championships being the goal, it is a lost season. You know, there are certainly times where I can look at a season and go, you know what? Understand that it, we came up short. 31 teams are going to be disappointed each and every year. Yes, the Packers have had their share of heartbreak, but man, they really played well in stretches and spurts. And I understand why it kind of fell apart there at the end or why they got beat. Like sometimes you just face a better team, right? And I get that. But man, you talk about a lost opportunity. You wanted to double down yet again with Aaron Rodgers. And man, did it not live up to expectations. And that's not just on Rodgers, but that is how the team was constructed around him. And yeah, lost season. What do uh, what changes in the organization do I think can occur? I mean, can occur any number of things, but what do I expect to occur? Not anything drastic. I know we've already got plenty of people on Twitter today talking about does Joe Barry still have a job? Yeah, I think Joe Barry's back. I actually think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Like the way the contracts are set up, the way this organization treats kind of the th wanting to take a breath and a 30,000 foot view and getting away from it and pulling back and trying to look at the totality of everything. I think Mark and Brian and Matt will undoubtedly have their conversations and Russ is involved in those as well, clearly. And they will most likely stay the course. You know, I, I think there's zero doubt that they've got to improve the roster. I mean, that's a given, right? But I don't see major changes. And no, I don't, I can't say I'm with you on the 2017 or 18 timeframe thing, because that was at the end of McCarthy and you knew it. You knew it was getting stale and you knew there were tensions between McCarthy and Rogers, right? Rogers and the floor are best buds. 
LaFleur bends over backwards to give Rodgers whatever he wants. You know, I don't, I don't sense that. I don't get that sense. Ed Oswald, thanks for the super chat. Nats team not ready again for must-win game at home. Four years and running. Well, four years ago, it was in San Francisco, but I hear you. 12 looks like four near the end. The true greats like Star, Unitas, Elway, Montana. Don't throw a prayer with three minutes to go. Well, I'm just glad you 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 mentioned the similarity to Favre because as Ben Fennell pointed out on Twitter, man, that last inter- that last throw and interception was, I mean, very similar to Favre in Philly back in, what was it, 2003, throwing it up to Dawkins. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you. And it's not just the last throw, obviously. It's the drive. You know, it's the inability. How many times have we heard Aaron Rodgers has seen it all? Aaron Rodgers is a wizard at the line of scrimmage. He can diagnose anything and blah, blah, blah. And then they have this horrible final drive. And as is his want, as is his kind of M.O. at the podium after the game, he mentions how bad those play calls were. I'm sorry. Yet again, the passive aggressiveness at the podium post-game let down. You threw the final interception, and it's the play calls. Got it. Soder, thanks for the super chat. At least I don't have to watch the red zone offense for a while. Have a great offseason, everyone. You know what was so disheartening is like the bomb to Watson, the early shot to Lazard, which got him a PI penalty and put him in the red zone. It's like I said to Corey on a watch party, it's like unless they get in the end zone on those shot plays, you're just wasting time because you know they're not punching it in if like it's a goal-to-go situation. They are terrible down there. They were abysmal last night. They were abysmal for the balance of the year. I don't know what they got to do to change things. I would posit probably not running so many fucking RPOs, especially with A.J. Dillon out of gun. But whatever they need to do, man, they need to burn the playbook they were utilizing this season. No doubt about it. John Moore, thanks for the super chat. Gotta love the fans blaming it all on Rodgers or Matt. Ultimate team game. One person shouldn't get all the blame or praise. Still love the pack. It's all built around Rodgers, though. And this is the thing. Like, no, it is a team game. You're absolutely correct. From Aaron Jones' fumble, which I would posit is probably the turning point of the game and the biggest swing as far as they were driving, could have gone into halftime, up two scores, and then everything changes. Lions get the ball. They kick that field goal, and away they go, and the Packers essentially never recovered on offense. Um, Drops from Dylan and Lazard. Yash getting overwhelmed early by Hutchinson. Like, there's plenty of stuff going on. No doubt about it. You flip to the other side of the ball. Defense seemingly reverting to form on third and short against the Lions. Also being unable to stop the run, something I was afraid of all week. I talked to you guys about it. You know, there's plenty of stuff. No doubt about it. It is a team game. But again, that team is built around one man. And that's Aaron Rodgers. Michael C., thanks for the super chat. 12 had a chance to leave game-winning drive versus San Francisco and Detroit and did not come close either time. There's a lot to be bummed about, but that's high up on the list. Very much so, especially when you consider stretching out before us is yet another season that will most likely come down to the same scenario. Good times, Michael. Good times. Ed Pierce, thanks for the super chat. Last year, I said MVP Rodgers trade value would never be higher. 
Time to turn the page. We might have had the same record, but with draft picks and knowledge about Jordan Love's capabilities, if only the pack had called me. And, I mean, obviously, clearly you were not alone in that sentiment. Many of us, myself and Corey, basically the last transplants of the year last year. I know Andy Herman did a whole video about it. There were plenty of other people out there saying it was time. Turn the page. Rip the Band-Aid off. Use whatever metaphor you choose. Yeah, they had an opportunity. But I understand. Look, I get it. And I, as I said back then, and I'll say it again now, you know, Brian's in charge. It's his gig, but he's also obviously making these decisions in concert with Mark Murphy, Russ Ball, Matt LaFleur. And they all determined that it was, you know, let's try and keep this window open with Rodgers. But man, if this season did not have the entirety of the feel of just hanging on, futilely attempting to get back to the big game with your superstar quarterback. We saw it at the end with Favre. We saw it in, in New Orleans with Breeze. And now look where New Orleans is. And that's why this is such a pivotal kind of moment in Packers history. You know, these next kind of year and a half. The Saints kept kicking that can, kept redoing Breeze's contract each and every offseason. And now where are they? They have garbage salary cap situation, and they have no quarterback. And not a very good team. Packers are pretty close to that scenario as we sit here right now. Their one possible silver lining is the fact that they have Jordan Love sitting there on their bench. Now, who knows what's going to happen there? I know there have been rumblings that he could potentially ask for a trade, and I think that's entirely possible. But at least they've somewhat prepared. The question is, are they ready to turn the page? And uh, Pete Doherty had a good column about that on PackersNews.com. I always suggest everyone check it out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
what else we got, folks? John, thanks for the super chat. One thing to remember going forth, nobody knows. I mean, that is the mantra at Cheesehead TV when it comes to post-draft coverage. Because everyone will tell you everything about how, who did well, and draft grades, and blah, blah, blah. Just remember, nobody knows. Tyler, thanks for the super chat. Two things I've learned after the game. Teams no longer fear coming to Lambeau, and this team refuses to have any semblance of an identity. Oh, baby, you are not joking. I mean, that's kind of been the case for a while, though, when it comes to Lambeau, right? I mean, haven't we? It feels like every year the Packers lose a game in January in Lambeau, either in the playoffs or, as was the case last night, to get into the playoffs. Packers lose, and everyone's like, well, you know, no one's worried about going to. No kid. This has been that way. We've been new as people used to say about six months ago. I know I'm late. But, yo, yeah, the Lambo mystique has been gone for a while. And, look, I think Brian has tried intermittently, but to try and kind of nudge his team, his roster, towards a more, you know, physical, you know, the ability to win different ways, Obviously, a lot has been spent on the defensive side of the ball, but they've also you know, done things to try and maybe improve their ground game, blah, blah, blah. Yet, here they are, this team that wants to spread it out, wants to throw it all over the yard, run these zone plays out of gun. It's like, what are you doing? Like, play to your identity, at least, your personnel identity. We talked about it throughout the entirety of the first part of the year. They're clearly trying to be something they weren't. And look, man, they caught lightning in a bottle this past month. That's really nice success. Other parts of the team started to rise, whether it was special teams, definitely defense had a much better out, outing post bye week. But, you know, again, whole teams built around Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the team and the system he's running. And it uh, doesn't really fit with January football in Lambeau Field. No question. Uh, Scott, thanks for the super chat. Thank you for you and the Cheesehead TV staff. You all rock. Scott, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you very, very much. Brian, thanks for the super chat. What does Nagler's gut say about Rodgers in 23? My God, I think he's coming back. Man, look, he's going to take his time and give it some space. And I think he'll, you know, let the sting of this loss kind of subside and I suspect he's back. You know, the Packers gave him a very firm two-year commitment with that contract. And I know what he's talking about last night at the podium, talking about, yes, could he potentially walk away from $58 million guaranteed? I mean, he has made a boatload of cash in his lifetime. And it's not like, yes, that's a lot of money to walk away from, but it's not like he doesn't already got a lot of money. What is that, what is that line in uh, The Fugitive? Why did Dr. Kimball kill his wife? Because she was rich. What do you mean? Because he was a doctor. He was already rich. Yeah, well, she was more rich. See, you know, he's rich. I mean, he's got it. He talked about generational wealth, for goodness sake, at the podium last night. I don't think the $58 million guaranteed is the driving factor here. I do take him at his word that, yeah, he he wants to take a, a good, long kind of thought thought out process. And that is certainly a component, but I don't think it's the driver. But ultimately, I think he's still playing at a relatively high level. Remember, a lot of this season, he was playing with a busted digit, a broken thumb. And I know the numbers are not as good as we're used to from Aaron Rodgers, but 
you get a year under your belt now with Dobbs and Watson. You add some pieces. I could see him being very tempted to come come back. So, and I think he will. And I think the Packers will welcome him. It's my guesswork right now. Joseph, thanks for the super chat. Thanks for a great season on transplants daily and the watch parties. Look forward to Lambo being feared, not just revered someday again. Go pack, go always. Man, from your super chat to the football gods' ears, Joseph, and thank you for the kind words. Really appreciate it. Tulio, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, buddy. Brian, thank you for the super chat. It says a lot about the coaching staff when one team plays hard with nothing on the line and the other plays soft repeatedly with everything on the line. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But the team itself, its play style or whatever, I mean, they can only play to what is being called, right? And that's when I'm always talking about, especially on the defensive side of the ball, let your guys compete at least, you know? But yeah, they did not rise to the occasion. No question about it. Um, Craig, I got so many super chats. Holy cow. Craig, thanks for the super chat. Have to take away a couple positives. Nixon is a great find. Watson has improved but hasn't peaked. Crosby is the GOAT. Long offseason. Uh, yes, a very long offseason. Speaking of Crosby, I would be surprised if Crosby back. I mean, we'll, we'll see what the future holds there. And Watson, no, he hasn't even come close to peaking. That's what's so exciting. Talk about just scratching the surface of your potential. Um, also, great catch up that right sideline last night. Incredible. Uh, Ryan, thank you for the super chat. I don't think Rodgers has what it takes to take any team to the Super Bowl. I think he does if he plays a complimentary part and isn't the driver. Problem is, is he wants to be and needs to be, I guess, the driver. You know, John Elway was able to, you know, basically somewhat, you know, what's the word? Not put away, but kind of let his ego take a back seat and hand it to Terrell Davis a hundred billion times and work boot action and not have to be Superman week in and week out. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers wants to quote, I want it. He wants to play quarterback. You know, he wants to play the way he wants to play. And I think if he would allow the offense to be a little more kind of scheme specific to the Shanahan McVay style, I think he'd be pleasantly surprised. But, uh, and I think he could absolutely take a team to the Super Bowl in that kind of way, a power running game where the, play action pass game is basically a compliment to what you're doing on the ground but uh, i don't know if he'd ever acquiesce to that joe thanks for the super chat three straight years home loss end season nfc championship game loss divisional round loss regular season loss means missing playoffs the trajectory is not comforting but uh teams can turn it around real quick that's the one saving grace about the nfl and i know they're in a weird kind of window with this rogers contract but i mean it can be done. You got to do it smartly. And it, they've put themselves in a tough spot with the salary cap, the way they've kicked the can down the street. Choices are going to have to be made. No question about it. But uh, I like their chances. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Like in Godfather 3, just when I thought I was in, they pulled me back out. Um, I think that's the other way around. Thanks for everything. See you and Raging Corey on draft day. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Greatly appreciate it. Vex, thanks for the super chat. You missed my two super chats. Two super chats. Vex, buddy, I am all the way at the top, and I see no super chats from you, bud. Not a one. 
Uh, sorry, buddy. They must have gotten eaten by the YouTube machine. Brian, did you put them on early? Because uh, for whatever reason, YouTube won't let you go back at some point. Uh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? Um, Gary, thanks for Super Chat. I don't know. Some Green Bay players appear to believe that the G confers greatness to them when it is always players who confer greatness to a team's legacy. That's well said. It's well stated. And I don't know if, you know, having the fact, you know, the fact that, oh, I'm wearing a Packers helmet or uniform makes guys think they've arrived or something of that nature. But you do wish there was a better performance in the biggest moments. And I think that's why it hurts so much, you know, because, man, the other issue, the problem is coming off of last week. You saw their best. That was their best. It was great. And you love it. But truly, honestly, clearly, they weren't able to sustain it. And it's not a consistent thing for this squad. Um, yeah. The, the, the players that you're talking about, as far as the ones who really kind of confer greatness to a team's legacy, do it with consistently great play through stretches, right? Through long stretches. Um, and there are some on this team who I think will fit that bill in time, but that's what you have to do. You know, you have to be consistent and this team was anything but, and that's from top down. That's from Brian to Matt to Aaron, everybody inconsistent throughout. Craig, thanks for super chat. Well, Christ, who to root for in the postseason? I cannot bring myself to root for Minnesota, even though they are in our division. I think Buffalo gets my vote. Want to see them win it all. Who are you pulling for? That's a great question, Craig. I never bought the whole root for the people in your division thing. Like, hell, that. No way. I ain't never cheering for the Bears or Vikings or Lions in the in playoffs. No way. Um, Yeah, I mean, Buffalo's an easy choice, right? How can you not get behind Buffalo? Um, I think the Bengals are always a great story just because they were so bad for so long. I'll definitely be pulling for them. Really, I just want good games. I mean, last year, super wild card weekend or whatever the hell they call it was so bad. There was so much bad football. I just want good games. More than anything, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. And hey, look, because the Packers aren't in it, there's a good chance we see some good football. Hello. There we go. There we go. Dan, thanks for the super chat. Thank you and Cheesehead TV for your contributions this season. Hope all, all of us get a good offseason to reload. Go Pack Go. Right there with you, Dan. Thank you so much. Mr. Englewood, thanks for the super chat. Have a shot of whiskey on me, Nags. And why does your quarterback start throwing up 50-50 balls when the games are on the line? Man. Look. If I knew that, I'd uh, message him and say, look, buddy. Here's the thing you're doing. Stop doing it. I don't know why. I don't know why, man. Um, Ed, thanks for the super chat. Again, it's John Coltrane's say it over and over instead of bang on the drum. <laughs> Damn. That's quite the uh, tonal shift, Ed. Uh, oh, Brandy. That's, man, That that's dramatic. Can the Packers trade Walker? I am not sure he represents the Packers' values. I understand what you're saying, Brandy. His ejection last night was clearly disappointing. And there is no doubt he is remorseful for it. I don't know if you saw his Twitter thread today. Um, you saw him beating himself up 
as he was leaving the stadium or down the tunnel to go to the locker room. I think he's a good guy. I think he made two really dumb mistakes. And the fact that I can't recall, and I think Matt said this as well at the podium, I can I cannot recall a time where some guy has been thrown out of two games in one year. I don't ever recall that happening. Um, but I like him as a player. I think he's a good guy. I think he made some mistakes. And hopefully next year we see kind of a maturation and a, a guy who's learned from those mistakes. And they were big. They cost his team, no doubt about it, both times. Uh, giving up on the young man, I think, is a mistake. Um, okay, what else we got? We got Gary. Thanks for the Super Chat. Thank you, Cheesehead TV, for keeping the season fun, entertaining, and real. Looking forward to the offseason with you through free agency, the draft, training camp, and preseason games. Go Pack Go. Thank you, Gary. Greatly appreciate that. John, thank you for the Super Chat. Do you think they know what went wrong? I think they have a good idea. And look, we haven't even talked about it, but I will say that is the poorest performance from the offensive line that we have seen in over a month. Uh, they have played so well down the stretch here. Um, they had done such good work since the reshuffling of the unit after the Jets game where they really got embarrassed. But man, it all came crashing down to earth last night against the Lions. They could not block in the run game, whether it was zone or man. They could not protect. Everybody took turns being basically part of a clown car, except for David. And here's the other thing. Can everyone just shut the hell up about moving on from David Bakhtiari? I mean, that guy is so good. He is so good. And last night, he's the only offensive lineman who played consistently well throughout the evening. I mean, are they going to address his contract? Probably. But man, he is a great football player. You don't just move on from great football players. And yeah, his contract is big because he's a great football player. Just drives me nuts, this shit. Um, Craig, again, thanks for the super chat. I'm choosing to look for the positives. Watson is on the rise. Nixon has a place on special teams. Gary will be back. Long offseason. Thank God for Cheesehead TV. Appreciate that, Craig. I mean, Gary will be back, but it'll be a while. Don't forget. I mean, he got hurt, what, halfway through the year? Um, I definitely wouldn't expect him at the start of the season. Definitely expect him to start the year on PUP and kind of you know, be out of commission for at least half the season. But yes, he will be back. And I'm telling you, um, you add him into the mix with that defense, especially what they showed in the first half of that game, you are cooking with gas. I'm down with it. Uh, Lee86 says, trading love is mental. I can only imagine you're responding to something in the comments because I obviously haven't said that, and you are correct, sir. I mean, you spend three years developing this guy. He's on his rookie deal, and then you trade him away with your aging superstar quarterback at the very end of his career? That would be absurd. I'm very much with you. Tyler, thanks for Super Chat. Is Matt LaFleur's play calling better with a different QB? Tyler, I am dying to find out. I tell you what, it wasn't against Kansas City last year. That was um, that was disconcerting, his game plan heading into the Chiefs game and his basic lack of ability to adjust when it was very obvious that Spagnola was going to hit engage eight on his Madden controller every third down. Yeah. Uh, it's not an early, a great early return, but you know, 
that was clearly running the offense that had been designed for Aaron. So I'd be very interested to see what a whole offseason building an offense around Jordan Love would look like. But yeah, I don't know, Tyler. I don't know. Soder, thanks for the super chat. Team was really built around Aaron Jones, but they just can't admit or embrace that reality. Hope with the consistent work that AJ can be that guy. I mean, they retained Aaron Jones. I'm not so sure that the team was built around him. And they certainly didn't act like it throughout the season. Uh, What else we got? We got Don Vito. Thanks for Super Chat. It's time. Hashtag Jordan Love season. It might be. I think you're a year too early, but we'll see. What a phenomenal handle. This is bussin' you heard. (laughs) This is bussin' you heard. This is bussin' you heard. This is bussin' you heard. I I love this. Okay, sorry. Vic is the one who ended the fearing Lambo in the playoffs in 2002, right? Well, I mean, he's the one who popped the bubble, right? Uh, Up until that point, they had been undefeated in the postseason in Lambo, and then Vic came in and ran all over them and made plays all over them. Uh, If you ever get a chance, uh, maybe I'll do a podcast with him about this, but listening to Matt Bowen, who played in that game, talk about it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that was that was the first. And since then, yeah, it's been kind of slowly letting the air out of the mystique of Lambeau Field. Ed, thanks for the super chat. If Quay Walker has bipolar issues, I hope he gets help, i.e. Alonzo Spellman. If he is just a jerk, then do you want him on your team? Man, that's a big jump to diagnosing him with bipolar issues. <laughs> I mean, the man got shoved and shoved back. I mean, then he realizes it's a trainer and clearly regrets his actions. But let's just slow down on he's a jerk or, you know, casting aspersions on his character. Uh, I think that's a bit of a jump, you know. And by the way, even if he is a jerk, let's say he is a jerk. And I'm not saying he is. But let's say he is. You need a few jerks. This is football. It's not tiddlywinks. Mike, I got no problem with some jerks if they go out there and make plays. That's the other thing. Quay was playing really well down the stretch this season. You know, sometimes jerks can be part of the fabric. You know, it's not all choir boys out there. It shouldn't be anyway. Just think that's a bit of an overreaction. Corey, thanks for the super chat. Will any of our guys that are free agents come back? Lazard or Tunyon? Also, thanks for a great season with Packers Daily and Transplants. Thank you, Corey. Um, I suspect they get Tunyon back in the fold, probably in a team-friendly deal. Uh, Lazard, I'm pretty sure, has played his last down as a Packer. Um, he'll get an offer maybe from, you know, clearly I think the uh, Bears will be interested, maybe the Broncos, maybe even the 49ers. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I think he's out. Matt, thanks for the super sticker. Really appreciate it, man. Brett, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. What's the biggest need for next year? That's a good question. It's a good question. Man, I'm not ready for a draft talk. Jeez Louise. Um, but I would say first blush, tight end, uh, and or, you know, I don't know, man, defensive tackle, one or the other. One oh the two. Rick Ward, thanks for the super chat. The self-scout did not pay attention what 28 did when 12 was under center versus the Vikings and went back to shotgun handoffs. Don't get me started, man. Look, I understand AJ did not have a very good year. There's no doubt about it. Can't sugarcoat it. He was nowhere near up to the standard that he set last season. 
that is on the table, right? But holy cow, I am sick and tired of people ripping into AJ when he is not the back that the Packers want to make him into. He is a very good back when he's asked to do what he's good at. But the Packers have some kind of, I don't know, allergy to playing smash mouth football with their smash mouth back. I don't know. And when they do it, sometimes does he get stopped? Yes, every back does. But more often than not, he's running through a motherfucker's face. But they refuse to go that route. No, much better to hand it to Alan fucking Lazard on an end around on fourth and inches. I don't know, man. I just don't know. Um, Neil Stram, thanks for the super chat. Two or three more years of Joe Barry, LOL. I think at least one. I don't know about two or three, but I'd be absolutely shocked if he's not back next year. Uh, we're going to hear from Matt here in about 20 minutes, so maybe he'll have an announcement for you. Uh, I doubt it, though. Joseph, thanks for the super chat. What letter grade would you give Aaron Rodgers for yesterday? You're the best, Nags. I miss hearing your questions at the press conferences. Oh, that's really nice of you to say, Joseph. I will admit I somewhat miss the ability to ask them, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad I'm not kind of beholden to needing to be on all those calls. Um, as far as Aaron Rodgers yesterday, I'd give him a B minus. Uh, I don't think he played his best game, but I think he played better than most people are giving him credit for. The problem is, is when they needed him to be his best, he most certainly was not. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Thank you, 12, for another stat-padding regular season, followed by a disappointing playoff loss with blame being directed at other people instead of you. The 2010 playoff performances were anomaly, not not showing playoffs. Man, Vex, that's uh, that's harsh. Somewhat fair, I would say, but at the same time, I you know, stat-padding regular season. Man, Aaron Rodgers is not coming back to pad stats. He's coming back to try and make a run at a championship. You know, you can disbelieve that you can dismiss it whatever but i will never ever think that he's just back there trying to pad his stats does he want to play certain ways yes does he like a certain style of offense yes is he back there just padding stats i don't buy it for a second but i hear you vex again oh and the packers brass is to blame for this for deciding the dude who choked versus san francisco to the tune of 10 points was worth paying 150 million dollars unbelievable i mean the contract with Rodgers, everything kind of flows from that, right? And that's why I keep talking about this team being built around him. Now, I saw some reactions on Twitter last night where people were like, you know, oh, Rodgers is going to consider retirement or would the team want him back? Maybe, maybe not, blah, blah, blah. And people were saying, you know, well, then what was the point of the contract? You got to remember, the major point of that contract was to get his cap number down. They saved like $18 million worth of cap space with that extension so they could operate this year you know it's you talk about being in a year-to-year situation that's what the packers are on that's what they're in right now they gave him some assurances slash guarantees commitments which is what he was banging on about two years ago in his summer of his discontent so they gave him that two-year commitment you know i know it's a three-year deal really but with the guarantees and everything it's really the commitment is two years so they gave him that commitment while getting his cap number down significantly, allowing them to be a little bit more fluid with what they wanted to do salary cap wise. You know, people forget that component. Like we all talk about the 50 million or whatever, but don't ever forget they were able to do a lot because his cap number 
was greatly reduced. Then you throw in the trade of Devontae Adams, and that's why they were able to make the moves they made. Uh, Vex, thanks again, bud. Oh, and Quay Walker should be cut. Very dumb. I see, you know, the only thing that's dumb there is that comment. He should not be cut. Matt, thanks for the super chat. Can Will Love request trade if Aaron Rodgers comes back? Sorry, this has already been addressed. Just joined. Been a big fan since you were at the uh, Press Gazette. Thank you, Matt. Um, somewhat, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Will Love request? Yeah, can he? Yes. Will he? Good chance. Do the Packers have to grant that request? Nope. I did a whole video about this a couple months ago. Make sure you check it out um, regarding Rodgers and Love and the Packers' current situation. That's why I keep saying I suspect everyone's back for one more ride next year. You know, the Packers have, if they pick up that fifth-year option, which I think they will, they have two more years of control on Jordan Love. What's he going to do? Hold out? Okay, great. Now where are you? After, what, you're going to hold out for the whole year? Packers still have your rights. You know what I mean? So I think he can rattle his saber a little bit, and I think there's a good chance that that, that you know, we'll see and hear some of that chatter, right? But ultimately, I think he knows the score. And I think, you know, give, you know, with the idea that Aaron Rodgers is back, um, they'll have one more year and then they'll turn, give Jordan Love the keys in 2024. Uh, Carl, thanks for the super chat. Another frustrating loss. I hope we can become more consistent and mentally tough. Thanks for everything. You guys did great work throughout the year. Thank you, Carl. I mean, I think we're all hoping and wishing for that. I don't know. Seems to elude them year after year. John, thanks again, bud. Thanks to you. I went to sleep with the Tonight Show song in my head last night. Thanks for all you Cheesehead TV do for us fans. We love you guys. Thank you, John. The Tonight Show. Starring Aaron Rodgers throwing it to the other team. Craig, thanks for the super chat. With the two running backs we have and throwing Watson, Coach Lombardi has to be rolling in his grave with the lack of commitment to the run game. Man, why are you trying to get me going, Craig? I mean, I got to wrap this up. I've been going 40 minutes. I got to get on, watch coaching a little bit here. You're trying to get me on a rant? Nice try, sir. Nice try. Vex, thanks again. Biggest draft need is quarterback. Oh, just stop. Vex, you, you are in true overreaction Monday overreaction mode. Like, zero question. Um, all right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out each and every day, Monday through Friday. Look, just because the Packers season is over doesn't mean we stop talking Packers. <laughs> that is not the gig here at Cheesehead TV. I'll be on pretty much every day throughout the offseason. I take a little break in the depths of the summer, but we'll be here talking Packers each and every week. Make sure you check out the season ending, the finale of Packer Transplants live on Wednesday night. If you're a Carry the G Club member or a Patreon member, uh, we'll have happy hour tomorrow night. Those will go throughout the entirety of the offseason as well. Um, so be sure to check out the respective pages for that info. Um, it's all up there right now. In the meantime, please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Truly, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, Packers let us down again, but we're always here for them because that's what we do. We carry the G. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.